So, uh, discussion then. So, uh, so 50 years on, um, uh, it's, it, in a sense, 50 years on, it's difficult to say whether these core hypotheses of these classics of urban design are actually true, we could say. Like, we don't necessarily actually know to what extent they're true. I mean, we know in re reality that a lot of what they say works roughly in some way, um, but we're not necessarily sure exactly if Lynch's five elements, for example, are really the best representations of the public image of the city. Um, we're not really sure if the art of relationship, uh, as said by uh, Cullen, really delivers the experiential effects um, that he claimed. Uh, we're not really sure if cities really are semi-lattices, uh, and really cannot be planned due to a cognitive constraint. Um, and we're not really sure, as far as I can tell, if J Jacob's four conditions um, are necessarily true, if they ever were. So, um, that being the case, it's not, it's not just that we don't know whether a particular theory or hypothesis is true or not, but it's whether we actually uh, care or we're actually concerned. You know, it, Urban design doesn't seem interested in its scientific validation. I have to be careful here. I'm not saying urban design isn't interested in science or, or scientific fact, but um, urban designers tend not to be, uh, have research programs that go into val va uh, validating and testing their original uh, theories. And of course, we're inclu including anyone in this. Uh, so this isn't to say that urban designers don't appreciate good evidence when it's available, of course we do, um, but the urban design as a field, as a whole, talking about all of us I guess, uh, doesn't insist that the scientific, empirical and evidential base uh, for its theories underpinning assumptions are correct um, or consistent or up to date um, as, as a whole, as a field. So instead, or it seems to me, urban design tends to settle for um, you know, reliance on classic treatises as a source of wisdom rather than more recent findings. So people tend to, as I say, and to some extent we all do it, we cite Jacobs from the 60s and not the more recent works that say more specific and uh, updated uh, data. Um, we tend to treat hypothetical suggestions and assertions as if they're facts. Um, we tend to selectively report and combine originally scientific knowledge in an unscientific way um, uh, and tend to criticize urban design theories a lot of the time mainly for their normative stance like I don't like Cullen because he's too picturesque or something like that rather than their scientific uh, validity. These of course are generalizations um, but they are consistent with uh, this particular small study of uh, the classic texts. So, that, that being the case, then we say, we can then ask the question, well, is urban design a pseudoscience? And also, uh, does it matter? So, uh, well, in a nutshell, yes it is, it's, well, yes it is pseudoscientific, at least in this sense of not by bothering to test and, and, and verify hypotheses um, or generate alternative ones and so on, um, and also the way that the dis discipline as a whole tends to treat individual theories and uncritically incorporates them into the fabric of its own knowledge base. And I think this combination of things is quite an interesting uh, way, perhaps a newly explicit way of being pseudoscientific, in addition to the 
the earlier ways that, that I said that are, have been found for other kinds of science or, or pseudoscience. Um, so in a sense, to put it another way, so urban design tends to have a mix, a mix of scientific and less than scientific knowledge. So there is scientific stuff in there, but it's a mix of scientific and less than scientific that's combined in a way that is less than scientific, but may appear to be scientific. And in that sense, it, it has the, 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 the whiff of pseudoscience. So when it comes to, well, what is urban design theory in all of this, we, in a sense, we tend to see uh, the art and craft of, of urban design and say, well, that's not a science. It's not attempting to be a science. It's an art or it's a craft. So that's okay. Or we look at the foundations and we say, well, this is based on you know, research on psychology or uh, um, culture or something. So yeah, it's based in science. It's got scientific urban, or underpinning. So we notice those. Um, but I suppose my, my concerns with urban design theory is in some respects like a black box um, that is kind of assumed to be scientific. You know, it's a theory, you know, it's assumed to be scientific, but it isn't necessarily so. So, uh, I mean, in a sense, the problem is, is urban design theory, uh, not urban design per se. Um, uh, so it's really those, those of us who theorize uh, which includes practitioners who theorize and academics who theorize, I suppose. So does it matter? Uh, well, on one hand, maybe not. Uh, perhaps for practitioners who can quite happily uh, uh, practice and create a nice bit of urban design without necessarily being consciously engaged uh, or related to science. Um, you know, urban designers have sufficient nous and healthy scepticism to know how far to trust a theory, some dodgy theory that some academics come up with. Um, you, know, wh you know, when it seems to be working, we can use that theory and you know, not override common sense. Um, and in a sense, I am speculating here, uh, you know, in a sense we kind of know in our bones that there is in some, often there is no knowable optimal solution to something uh, in urban design that could be conclusively justified by any sort of um, theory or, or, or science. So I'm speculating that in urban design, um, it's, it's often sufficient just to have some sort of theoretical support to help us arrive at decisions to give some kind of workably good solution. So in this context, it's maybe okay to have a kit bag of theories and, you know, we rummage around and find an Alexandrian one if that fits, then fine, let's use it and, and so on, as discussed before. You know, if you don't like this one, uh, here, if you don't like this principle, here's another one. Um, does it matter continued? On the other hand, you know, how much stronger could urban design be or would it be, especially in, in battles with other disciplines, I happen to have a slide with some trains on it here or trams, uh, you know, we think, may think of traffic engineers at this point or you know, any of your favorite uh, science-based disciplines that, uh, uh, that you may think of. You know, you know, how much stronger could urban design be if it, if it had a more scientifically robust footing? Um, I, I think is a question that arises from this. Um, so, for example, um, uh, the, the upper sketch there is it's an architectural sketch. Um, like we can sometimes architects talk about. I always remember a book in engineering talking about how architects talking disapprovingly about how architects talk about forces flowing up and down a column or something. Uh, and, of course, once an architectural sketch becomes a, an engineering 
drawing, we can actually uh, go into the details and actually have real science and real physics talking about compression and tension and uh, you know, the forces in particular materials. So by the time it becomes an engineering drawing, uh, it's really based on ro uh, robust uh, science. So, um, you know, I mean, one a good thing, talking up, for in, talking up engineering for a moment, I mean, one good thing about engineering is that it, it's not contradictory to science, you know, it's, it's, it's not perfect, but it, 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 it will attempt to be based on uh, valid, uh, coherent uh, uh, science of, of materials and, and forces and kinematics and so on. Um, and all engineers can use that and then go and do whatever they're, they're, they're trying to do. And perhaps medical or clinical science could be, could, could be similar. It can be related, medical practice can be related to, to science as well. So, you know, there's a question there. Well, it should be a more open question. Would it make the discipline or the profession of urban de design stronger if it had a, a knowable, uh, robust uh, um, theory, uh, scientific theory uh, behind it or beneath it or un underpinning it. It's really more of an open question that. Um, does it matter? Well, uh, perhaps uh, uh, when, we get, when we get physicists, or as someone unkindly said, unemployed physicists, um, uh, encroaching on our territory. Uh, so Jeffrey West, who's definitely not a, a, an unemployed physicist, um, uh, Wrote, uh, has written on uh, about urban, um, uh, uh, urban theory. Uh, I think the, the article was uh, Physicists Solved the, the City, was the headline, um, saying that urban theory was based on old methods of social science and unconstrained speculations of architects, uh, like physics before Kepler pioneered the laws of planetary motion in the 17th century, and wants to begin again with a blank page uh, to study cities as if they'd never been studied before. So there's a challenge there, I think, coming from the, the sciences. Um, in a sense, this kind of claim, if successfully prosecuted, you know, could put conventional urban design theorists out of business. So that's not to say we put urban designers out of business, but it could put urban design theorists out of business if our theories are based on old-fashioned social sciences or old methods of social science or speculations of architects. Um, if we're going to get a phalanx of physicists coming along and uh, crunching our cities uh, for, for new data. Of course, that's not the whole story, but I don't have time to, to, to go into uh, um, the assumptions or, uh, uh, of, of physicists here and now. Um, but let me just uh, go to the kind of uh, closing uh, section, or the penultimate section then, to think, well, how can we uh, go beyond this? How can we go beyond this uh, pseudoscience? So, uh, ways forward for urban design. So, I mean, I think, you know, having done this small piece of research and looked into the matter, I think we have to, we have to reflect on it. So, if there is a charge here that urban design could have a pseudoscientific element to it, um, it suggests that urban design theory could do with not just more science and better science, if you've actually got, if it's actually pseudoscientific, we don't just say, well, let's have a bit more science. We could have said that at the beginning. Anyone could do with a bit more science. But it really suggests that perhaps remedial action is required. It's not just a matter of degree, uh, but a matter of kind. It could imply we need a change in culture. Um, uh, it could imply an overhaul of the way urban design accepts and incorporates science as part of its fabric. So, 
possible ways forward, and uh, in the paper itself, these are stated in more detail, so I'm not going to go through these in, in, in great detail, but uh, we can imagine fronts on research, there are implications for research, education, and for practice. Um, so in research, obvi obviously we could do more testing of urban design theories, um, uh, more tracking of the scientific urban, uh, uh, underpinnings of, of practice and I those ideologies. Uh, we could compare urban design with other knowledge domains, like the idea that some sciences are more progressive than, than others and that engineering and medicine uh, have come along by leaps and bounds and economics has dragged itself out of pseudoscience, although that, that may be, uh, I'll leave that to others for a conclusion on that one. Um, education, uh, so maybe our education needs, our urban design education perhaps needs to have more science in it. Um, you know, not that urban design itself is a science, but if you're going to be an urban designer interpreting scientific knowledge, perhaps there needs to be more training of some kinds of areas such as perhaps statistics, you know, to understand the strength of evidence and how to interpret uh, scientific uh, um, arguments and so on. You know, textbooks need to be up to date. Uh, um, you know, we need to sort of, as it were, track changes in our classic texts as we go along. We need to keep abreast of how the, the, their findings have been um, have been updated or negated or reinforced as, as we go on. Uh, and perhaps we could have other kinds of journals or re repositories of knowledge. Um, in terms of the scope of urban design, maybe urban design, that we could have different kinds of urban designer. Um, not everyone needs to be the same kind of urban designer, of course, uh, but you know, we could have a sort of ascientific artist uh, who could draw from any source, not just science, but art, or even pseudoscience or science fiction. Um, uh, and because, uh, recognizing that the urban design has to go beyond uh, just describing the world as it is, but you have to make that leap into how cities could or should be. Um, so there's a role for just saying, well, we'll do the artistic uh, or craft side of it and we'll leave the science uh, to the scientists. Or we could have a, a kind of um, scientifically enlightened practitioner um, where our urban design is evidence-based, uh, uh, where it uses imported or off-the-shelf uh, scientific knowledge. Um, and you know, there are examples in the urban design group updates um, uh, I, I briefly came across one just, just in putting this together, like what, do, what we do and do not know about the physical benefits of urban trees. So it is possible to access scientific knowledge um, from, from other sources and sort of feed them in to inform urban designers. Um, uh, I suppose there is a question of like how do we assimilate that knowledge and how, how, do we, uh, how can we grasp the significance of it. Um, but it also, I suppose, raises the question then, do we need urban design theory at all as such? Like we could just have practitioners who are scientifically enlightened and maybe we don't need urban design theorists. Well, who knows? Uh, and then finally, uh, we could have a kind of urban design science where we have a more sort of dedicated, scientifically supported urban design theory um, where urban design could actually be agenda setting for, for scientific inquiry. So just in the way that perhaps um, the needs of engineering uh, could help drive material science or uh, clinical uh, practice could, could be helping to drive uh, advances in the life sciences. Maybe urban design could actually 
uh, take a leading role in setting agendas for, for other scientists to, uh, uh, to, to do research in. So, in a sense, we could have one, you know, we could have, urban design could just deal with the first one as a practical design activity. It could be supported by uh, scientific knowledge, or we could also have all, all three of these. Um, also, in terms of methods uh, that, ur uh, that urban designers might use, um, so perhaps we could have uh, scientifically valid theories if we can establish those. Th those could maybe be used across the board and conversely discard any unproven theories and methods. I mean what tends to happen is we build up more and more theories and we pick and choose. Um, but perhaps uh, rather than picking and mixing, rather than us picking uh, mixing our own pet theories, maybe if we could establish a theory is valid, then maybe all should use it. And if, if it turns out not to be valid, you know, none should use it. So, uh, you know, at the moment, maybe uh, theorist one will use, you know, theory X and theorist two will use theory Y. Um, but maybe if it turns out X is correct and Y is, is not correct, then maybe all, you know, all uh, theorists should use X and, and not Y at all. Uh, and there are also questions, finally, about uh, urban design as a profession, which I know people here have had uh, opinions about before. Um, but um, if, again, if we use an analogy with engineering, not, not everyone can call themselves a professional engineer. Um, okay, you can put up a shelf. It doesn't make you a professional engineer. Similarly, you know, there's an argument that some have made here that anyone could be an urban designer, you know, a person who um, you know, uh, you know, designs part of their own environment. Uh, anyone can be an urban designer in that sense. And maybe that's fine, and that could be not a bad thing. Um, so I'm not saying we, we should move away from that. What I am saying is that it could be possible that urban design could be made more like a, a profession, like engineering, where if you're called a professional urban designer, you, you have certain, um, uh, uh, a certain understanding of the scientific theories underneath and, and, and so on. Okay, so uh, brief conclusions, because this is mainly a, a sort of recap and, and uh, putting it back to the floor. Uh, so, just to sum up briefly, so urban design is at least in part pseudoscientific, is what uh, I, I, I concluded. Um, the implications aren't just that we need more, more science or better science, but more specifically, the more systematic verification and critical assimilation of scientific knowledge within our urban design theory um, would seem to be a, a conclusion following from that. Um, you know, and maybe if those traditional urban design theories, those classic texts were revisited and more fully tested, perhaps new insights would be obtained. I mean, I think some people have thought that these, an attack on these classic writers uh, are, feel uncomfortable with that, as if we are, we're, we're doing them down. But the way of science is to, is to put things to the test. And if, 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 they, if they withstand it, great. If they don't, we improve it. So actually we get better theories uh, that, work, that should work better. Um, and perhaps a new coherence at the heart of urban design theory could emerge. So, in a way, going back to Cuthbert's argument, who thought that theory was anarchic and insubstantial, um, and he was incidentally saying we should uh, uh, we should uh, we should uh, go down a, a sort of social science route uh, to import theories from social science. What I'm saying is we can perhaps use science to to test and validate and extend and reinforce 
urban design from within, from within our own uh, uh, theories and building from our own, uh, where we're starting from. Um, and this could mean more confidence in getting urban design to deliver the right answers um, uh, and perhaps reinforce urban design as a profession uh, if, we know, if, we're, if we're more sure that our answers are, are scientifically valid rather than in danger of being considered pseudoscientific. As people like Jane Jacobs, of course, already criticise them for being. So, some final points to consider. Uh, and this is really open to everyone. Uh, I don't necessarily have opinions on, on all of these things. Uh, I'm not here to, to, to necessarily uh, steer things in any way. But these are really for, I suppose, for the urban design itself to consider. So, you know, is there a problem here? You know, is this all just academic, as, as it were? You know, or is there really a problem here? You know, is urban design theory adequate? You know, why do we have urban design theory? Is it any good, you know? Um, you know, do we have too many mixed bags of theories of unknown validity? You know, if we're going to have urban design theory, you know, let's, you know, should, should, should we be making uh, more of it? Uh, secondly, you know, how should urban design relate to science? Or should it relate to science? Again, I'm not saying it should be more... Uh, I'm not necessarily picking any of these three options here. Uh, I'm just saying that there's an opportunity to do so. So uh, urban design could be, a, could be more decidedly ascientific as a means of not being pseudoscientific. Um, we could have scientifically enlightened practice um, or we could have a, a, actually have a scientifically robust urban design theory. And the final question, uh, you know, should, science, should a science-fortified urban design become a more exclusive kind of profession? Now, in posing the question, I'm not saying I'm favouring that. I'm simply saying as a consequence of, urban, of understanding how urban design, or urban design might, in an analogy with engineering and medicine, be more scientifically uh, fortified, uh, what are the implications for um, uh, urban design as a professional discipline? So, as I say... I think these are questions. I'm not supplying an answer to these questions. I'm putting, posing those questions, and hopefully uh, you will have some ideas or thoughts, and we can discuss those. So thank you very much.